Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Betting with Babies, where the team that helps you balance your babies and bets. It's championship weekend here in the NFL. We've got two big games left this weekend. We're going to be giving you our pod picks from each conference championship game. We'll be building two same-game touchdown parlays. And, of course, we've got tips for balancing your babies and bets going into a big sports weekend. I'm your host, Mr. Clutch. I've got my co-host, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How are we doing this evening, gentlemen? What's up, boys? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. We have fantastic championship games that I can really see all four teams in the Super Bowl. And uh, my little boy, Luca, he is uh, growing and developing by the day. And that is uh, really incredible to witness. Maddie, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I uh, hit a couple big parlays this weekend, placed in a DFS tournament, which absolutely never happens to me. And uh, I got myself lost in the woods, which probably a story for another day. Now, how, how'd that COVID go? We diagnosed you with COVID last week, I'm pretty sure. How that? How you feeling about that? Oh, uh, you know, I felt better the next day and uh, you know, I walked it off. Walked it off. Nice job. Rub some dirt on it. I like that. Yeah, definitely. I was good. I was good. Placed in a DFS tournament. Be a little bit more specific because I think they place up to like a thousand. Where did you finish in this DFS tournament? Oh, like 980. 980? I got my money back. Yeah, you got your money back. No, no, no. no. I profited. I profited. Nice. There's There's guys with models and things and, you know, DFS is a sucker's game. In my opinion. Yeah. Which I put money into every week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. If you're playing with the experts, I mean, when you see who wins, usually the same person wins the top 12 places. I knew DFS was rigged when I saw they had a mass upload where you could just upload a CSV of hundreds of lineups. And like when you're playing against those people, it's not a level playing field. That's wild. Well, I mean, that's what I think slow down the whole delay of making that you know legal across many states is that whole thing that DraftKings had to deal with with their employees betting but we don't do dfs here so we're going to move right past that we're going to focus again on our pod picks we've got great picks for each of our conference games coming up and we've got some same game touchdown parlays speaking of we had our saturday parlay for the first game of the weekend cash big time for us and our followers um, boys, what did you think about that when you saw that happen? That was pretty much a no sweat TD parlay win for us. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, was, that was was that game one of the weekend? First game of the weekend. What a way to yeah. start it off. We were all flying high. I was convincing myself that we were going four for four with same games. Yep, same. I even doubled down on a couple of them. <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no sense taking those profits home with you. You gotta yeah. you'd rather spend it all while I'm living. You know. I hear you. But we're going to get into all of that real quick. Let's give ourselves a recap from last week. A quick reality check. So we picked four games last week. I went 2-0 and with the Packers minus 6.5 and, and the Bucks minus 3. I also paired that with the under, which I didn't put on the page because I wasn't feeling completely confident about it. But that cashed as well. So a big weekend for Mr. Clutch. Teddy, unfortunately went 0 for 2 with his picks with a Ravens minus 2 loss and a Chiefs minus 10 loss, which 
with Mahomes going out, kind of a bit of a, a unfair advantage to you. But I mean, Teddy, what are you thinking about the weekend here? Yeah, you know, Lamar and Mahomes both went out. The Ravens game really came down to one throw, and that was Lamar pick in the end zone. He was going in to tie the game there. He made that huge, huge mistake. And then, uh, you know, he got injured and he couldn't lead a comeback. I would have liked to see him with the ball with 12 minutes left, down 14, see if he could have let a comeback because he is pretty magical. But didn't get to do it. And the Chiefs game, Amato, you said play action to Bell. Mahomes rolls out and scores that exact play happened i want to know how you knew that oh you my god i you know andy never called me back i did inquire a couple times about what his game plan was going to be in this game yeah but know you know as he rolled out and you could just kind of see that trot into the end zone i immediately was kicking myself that we didn't put that bet in not only was it you know touchdown score but first touchdown score that would have played big time but that was tough I mean, two concussions on two games that you pick. I mean, I don't know if they listen to this podcast, but they were banging their head that you picked their team. Yeah, you know, it's unfortunate. And, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and you I know, like what you did there. <laughs> I, ever since two weeks ago, when I said I was a half game behind you, uh, I've gone 0-4. You've gone, I think, 3-1. and And now you're 10-9-1, and and I'm 7-13, and completely out of it. Mr. No Days Off has taken a couple weeks off, unfortunately. Yeah, we don't blame you, though. The NFL has been tough this year. I mean, some of the top bettors that you see in Vegas are at 54 56% win percentage. So I'm feeling pretty good about being 10-9-1 with two games left. We're going to try to bring that up even higher this weekend as we got our final two games of the year before the big dance. We got our AFC and NFC championship games both on Sunday. So let's get right into our pod picks from this week. With two games, that means we got a lot of data and a lot of analysis to go through. We've got some players on the injury report that are going to really swing the line one way or the other. So let's start with our first game of the weekend. We've got an NFC game. Mm -hmm. The Packers going up against the Bucks. The Packers are home at Lambeau. I'm excited to hear what the weather's going to look like. And it's minus three is the current line for the Packers. Teddy, give us your first pick of the weekend. Okay. I'm not going to pick against Aaron Rodgers. I think this is his year. I think he's winning a championship. He has looked unbelievable. I think he only has five interceptions. He's an absolute stud. Devontae Adams is dominating any corner that is lined up opposite of him. I'm not even going to say covering him, but lined up opposite of him. I'm going Packers minus three. Matt, give me some stats in this game. All right. So we have 71% of the cash on the Packers as well as 60% of the tickets. So last week, for some reason, with a massive advantage against the Saints secondary, the Bucks decided to go run heavy, rushing the ball 35 times with a ton of success against one of the best rush defenses in the league. And you could expect to see a lot more of that this week with the Bucks O-line holding a 42% advantage over the Packers D-line. The Packers O-line does have a solid 26% advantage against the pass against the Bucks, which was on full display earlier this year when the Bucks absolutely blew out the Packers. A uh, couple of quick notes from that game. The Bucks blitz 
21 times in that game. Of those 21 blitzes, Rodgers was sacked three times, ran it once, and on the other 17 plays had a 7.4 passer rating. 7.4? 7.4 when they blitzed. So for the record, though, this was the only game all season that Rodgers struggled against the blitz and was actually the third highest rated QB while under pressure. Expect temperature to be a factor in this one and weather in general. We're expecting kickoff to be at 32 degrees with a 65% chance of precipitation. One last thing to call out on this game. This is going to be Brady's 14th appearance in a conference championship game, and he commands a 7-4 and four record. While Rodgers, this will be his fifth appearance where he's 1-3. So quick trivia for you boys. Behind Brady... Who has played in the most championship games? Ooh, I like this. Most conference championship games? Yep. Hmm. So I'm thinking who's been to the Super Bowl a lot. Initially. I think, I, all right. So I, let me think about this. So, so you know, Jim Kelly uh, went four times. Jim Kelly. Yeah. Montana, Montana went four times. I don't think he ever lost. Right? Montana 4 0. Peyton's. Peyton's yeah. won a couple, lost a couple. You know, Drew Brees has been there a lot. He hasn't gone to the Super Bowl often, but I think he's been there four times. Yeah. Uh, Matt, can I get a clue? Give me a conference. Is, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I, is it in our era? You've already said the name. Said well, the name. I would imagine I said that. the name. Well, I'm going with Peyton Manning. Drew Brees. Joe Montana with seven appearances. That's crazy. I did not know that. John Elway was behind him with six, where he went five and one, which is kind of crazy to think Elway only went to the Super Bowl five times and only won two. And they were the last two of his career. So that's a fun fact. Nice job, Matt. All right, Amato, what are you doing? You fading or following? All right, so this one's tough just given the fact that they've already played the Bucs this year. Looking at Rodgers' stats, he's gone for 48 touchdowns and five interceptions on the season. Two of those interceptions came against the Bucs. He's got an average 121 passer rating on the season, which is insane to say out loud. But against the Bucs, he had a 35.4 passer rating. So that gives me a little bit of pause and hesitation. That game was back in October, and he's been on absolute fire since then. I think this is a big revenge game. In Lambeau, given the fact that the money is outweighing the tickets right now, that tells me that you know the public is really liking Brady, given his track record. You can't blame them. But to your point, Teddy, I think this is Rodgers' year. I'm putting the Packers in the Super Bowl, and I'm taking them minus three. Follow that pick. All right. Well, given my uh, past couple weeks, that's an interesting, interesting move by you. Hope it, hope it works out. All right. So, so that brings us... Oh, yeah. I'm not betting against Brady in the championship. Fuck Brady. All right, we're not going into a Brady rant, but I'm taking Brady. It's always time for a Brady rant. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, guys. I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do and freak out. (laughs) All right, we'll skip the Brady rant this time, and hopefully we will be not talking about Brady next weekend. But I do have to say, regardless of what happens, extremely impressive that Tom Brady is in the NFC championship game. 
We have to just take a second to just appreciate the greatness here. I know I sent something through the group chat this weekend. I don't know how it landed since we have a Cowboys fan, but did you happen to see that stat about NFC uh, Championship games? Yeah, no, that was soul crushing when you sent it. <laughs> All right, so just so we know, 24 years, in the past 24 years, the Cowboys have been to zero NFC Championship games. And in one season in the NFC, Tom Brady has surpassed the Dallas Cowboys and has been to one NFC Championship game. How about them Cowboys? Are the Cowboys America's team? Uh, Ouch. I don't know. America's kind of in the shitter at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that was good. Another one that was like more of a a remake of a Dos commercial for Brady. It says, I'm not always in the AFC championship. And when I'm not, I'm in the NFC championship. Oof. I'll give Brady a lot of credit here. I'll especially give credit because he, he made it to the conference championship game without cheating. Well, I don't know if he hasn't cheated, but Belichick's not there. So I'll give Brady some credit. You know, this is kind of impressive. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I don't think it happens. This is, you know, Matt LaFleur not getting any credit for what he's doing with this team. But this offense is firing. The defense looks solid. They have been one of the best teams in the NFL from start to finish. I think they make it happen. It'll be an interesting game. That's going to kick off our championship weekend. That's the first game of the day. And that brings us to another game, the AFC championship game, the Buffalo Bills going to Kansas City to face the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is still in concussion protocol, so that is going to affect the line. But as of right now, we see the Chiefs at minus three. Teddy, what do you think for this game? You don't want to go first? All right, I'll lead us off here. Right. This is this one, there's an emotional connection here, right? As an AFC East fan, I, I would love to keep the Bills out of the playoffs okay. or out of the Super Bowl. I really just don't want to see it happen. I do love Josh Allen. I've got nothing against him. I actually even like their coach, but I just don't want to see it, right? So it's really simple for me. Patty Mahomes, get through concussion protocol, get that foot right, put some ice on it, And let's get out there and beat the Bills. And let's go to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. I'm taking the Chiefs minus three. And I think the only way it happens is if he gets through the protocol. I could picture a little little Weekend at Bernie's. You guys seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's? I've dabbled. I have. Well, I could see Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill walking in, holding Mahomes up like he's Bernie. And he's going to pass concussion protocol, even though he's actually not even there. And he's going to get on the field and make it happen. I'm taking Chiefs. So he practiced in full today, so that's a good thing. Also, um, I'm just going to come out and say that the NFL would never, ever allow Mahomes not to play in this game. They may have just started to be about player safety in the last couple years, but the NFL is about money. They're about ratings. And they know Chad Henney, yes, the ex-Dolphin Chad Henney, is not at all getting them the views or or the money that they need in this game. Mahomes has already cleared it in my eyes. He's definitely playing. Matt, let's get some stats. All right. So we got 62% of the cash and 65% of the tickets in on Buffalo. It is hard to understate how good Allen has been this season. And just to put it into perspective, he not only graded out as a virtual equal to Mahomes this season, but he actually has a higher completion rate and just one less touchdown than Mahomes. 
I'm going to go out of my way here to compliment Adam Gaze as he made a great call in cutting Le'Veon Bell as the Chiefs are barely using him. He literally only played three snaps last week for Casey and is probably just washed up. Uh, a couple of other things to call out here. So Buffalo absolutely shut down the Ravens offense last week, but they're going to be facing a much stronger group of wide receivers where Casey owns the advantage in all the wide receiver cornerback matchups. On Buffalo's side of the ball, only Diggs holds the advantage uh, against a cornerback. And then weather could become a factor this week as there's a 77% chance of rain in KC on Sunday with temperatures right around 40 degrees. I can't believe you mentioned Adam Gase on this episode. You know, I had finally just gotten past Adam Gase, no longer on the Jets, out of my life, out of my mind. And then you drop an Adam Gase stat and give him credit? Mm, It was great. Nice job. Matthew. I mean, I know he cut Le'Veon Bell, I guess, at the right time, but like maybe he could have traded him. Maybe yeah. he could have kept him. Yeah. And uh, like, I don't know. Maybe he could have worked with him. Talk to him. Try to do something, you know? Uh, maybe throw him the ball. Maybe take out Frank Gore and maybe put him in the game. I don't know. But yeah, stop using logic and reason, Amato. Jet fans are so fucking delusional. Adam Gase, if you're listening, stop listening. Turn this off. This is not your podcast. <laughs> this is not the podcast for you all right teddy what are you picking here i'm going chiefs minus three as i said mahomes is playing 100 mahomes is playing the nfl would never allow this him not to play the bills look really really good but mahomes is going to be better they're going to have to bills are going to have to score in the 40s which they could possibly do but i think the chiefs just outscore them in a game that just comes down to whoever has the ball last and i think it's going to be mahomes all right. Well, Maddie Stats, do you have an opinion on this game given all the power stats you put into it? So all of the stats really lead me towards the Chiefs, but I'm going to go with my heart this week. I love the Bills Mafia. I'm going with the Bills. I'm going to feed you. Mm. You know, I do love the Bills Mafia too. If there is one fan base that I wouldn't mind just kind of fitting in for the weekend and partying with, that's definitely one of them. The Bills Mafia showed up. So uh, they are a charitable crew as well as a, a, a crazy party crew as well. Yeah, they went through a flaming table last weekend. That was epic. One of the, yeah, that, was, that wasn't epic. That was really scary. Flaming table? What are you, like Mick Foley at WrestleMania? Fucking Christ. Did you see uh, the guy throw the baby through the table with a cake on it? Yeah, I did. He threw him really hard too. A little gender reveal. Yeah, he could have. Could have thrown him down a little bit lighter than that, but I guess training him for the for tailgates. All right, well, let's move on here. Uh, quick recap. Myself and Mr. No Days Off are on the Chiefs minus three. Matty Stats is going with his heart and taking the Bills. I am on the Packers minus three as well as Mr. No Days Off. And Matt, you are going with the Bucks. Is that right? That, that is right. And now that you've said that out loud, that you're lined up with Teddy on both picks. Yeah, it's not good for you. I'm not feeling good about that. We might have to. Can we rewind? Can we go backwards here? I'd like to jump on the other side at least one of these games. No, no, we're sticking with it. Teddy, let's get you back on the winning train here. It's been a couple of rough weeks for you. This can't last forever. This is your weekend. Yeah, it can, but all right, it has. But it, let's go. Let's let's win some games here. 
All right, let's move on to everybody's favorite segment. Last weekend, we had a big hit on our touchdown scores. So now we're going to get into our championship weekend. We've got two games, right? So instead of doing a two-person parlay, we're going to stick to same-game parlays. We're going to try same game. We're going to try to find four either touchdown scores or a prop bet or an outcome. We don't know. We're going to build it right here on this podcast. And we're going to start with the first game of the weekend. We've got the Bucks versus the Packers. We've got a lot of touchdown scores in this game. A high over points total. Maddie Stats, who do you have as our number one touchdown scorer for this game? It's got to be Devontae Adams. I, there's just no question about it. There's He's going to score a touchdown. I don't doubt it. Best receiver in the league. Lock him in. Lock it in. I got no concerns about that one. We should think about it, and we don't have to talk about it on this podcast, but for those followers on our social media page, we could even pack in a, a first touchdown score if we really want to get crazy with the odds because I think every one of us would have put Adams as the first touchdown score last game, and that would have cashed big time. Uh, so we've got one locked in. We're looking for four for this game. So let's throw it over to you, Teddy. Who's our number two touchdown score? I'm going to say Mike Evans. Brady just seems to look his way. He had that torn ACL, not actually torn ACL, a few weeks ago in week 17. And he came back strong last week. What is he, like 6'5", 230? He's gigantic. And Brady looks for him in the end zone. So I'm going to go Mike Evans. Yeah, I like that pick, especially with a banged up Antonio Brown. Uh, Chris Godwin's going to get his looks in the slot, but the Packers actually play good defense against slot receivers this year. So it's going to be a good matchup on the outside. Mike Evans, lock it in. Number two for us. I'm going to use some of Matty Stats' previous data that he provided for us about the advantage on the running game for the Bucks, And I'm going to go with Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones ran tough last week. He didn't get in the end zone. He actually had a touchdown stolen from him by Leonard Fournette. But they love to go back and forth in this game. And so with the total points at 51, I feel good about two or three bucks getting in the end zone. So for me, I'm going to go Ronald Jones with our number three touchdown score. Just an update. He practiced in full today. He should be good. He was questionable last week. I saw a report that came out today that said that he's good to go and he feels even better than last week. So that's good news. For the touchdown pick. Love that. Yeah, I think with a full week of practice here, Ronald Jones is the clear number one, and he proved it the last couple games of the season. I mean, I like Ronald Jones, but as always, for those listening, we recommend waiting until the day of the game just to get the latest and greatest info. As of right now, we think Ronald Jones is the main back in Tampa, and they hold a significant advantage against the Packers' run defense. So we got Ronald Jones locked in right now as our number three scorer. And that leaves us with a couple options for number four. We've got a couple more big-time touchdown scorers like Chris Godwin, like Aaron Jones. We also could look at the the over-under. We could look at the game outcome. I mean, a lot of different directions here, boys. What are we thinking for this fourth touchdown score? Where do we want to go with this one? That's tough. I think we should go with an over-under or game outcome just because force, to pick all four scores is a lot in a game, right? You know, you got pretty much be perfect. God knows we're not perfect. So maybe we get three touchdown scores. What do you said the over under was 51? 
It's 51 right now, which means, I mean, the data is saying you're going to get a good amount of touchdowns in this game. I mean, right now with three, we've got 21 points on the board with three touchdowns. So there are going to be some more people in the end zone this game if we think Vegas has that line at least close. Yeah. We're split on the outcome from our pod picks, right? So I find it hard to believe we're going to come to a conclusion on the outcome. We could look at over under. I mean, what do we think about 51 points in this game? Is that too high? Is that too low? What do we think? <laughs> Rodgers and Brady, I think they're going to put up points, but I loved the Saints and Bucks over last week. And what was it? 52 and a half, 51 and a half, something like that. And they didn't, they, they didn't uh, come close to that. So, oh gosh. And what about that? What about the Packers minus three? I, I, I like that bet. I mean, Taking I like that outcome. bet. Maddie stats. We let the listeners decide. Yeah, why don't we do that? Why don't we put it on the poll for our fourth item here? We can go, we'll give the team a choice. Do we go with an outcome, Packers minus three or Bucks plus three? Or is there a fourth touchdown score that we haven't mentioned that the page feels really confident about? We will put that on the page. We appreciate you guys. So I love that idea. Let's look for the page for our fourth and final, and we'll get that posted. So that brings us to our night game on Sunday, which seems strategic as well. It gives Patty Mahomes as much time as physically possible to prepare for this game. We got Bills versus Chiefs. A lot of touchdown scores in this game. The over in this game is 54. So we're expecting even more scoring in this game. Maddie Stats, we're looking for the number one touchdown score coming on the board. Who do we got? It's got to be Stephon Diggs. I mean, if we're going number one, He's the number one target on the Bills. He's having an absolutely monster year. It's got to be Stefan Diggs in this game. He's a beast, huh? I mean, what a move to go to Buffalo. I mean, that guy has just absolutely above and beyond all expectations, I'd have to say. I mean, did anybody see this type of year coming out of Buffalo? No, he can't be stopped. They trade a first for Stefan Diggs, and it, it it's worked out. I mean, lead the league in receptions and receiving yards in the first year together with Allen. So it's definitely worked out. Yeah. Just putting on a route running clinic. I mean, to watch some of the videos online of the way he's leaving cornerbacks is pretty insane to see. So Diggs is on the board. We're looking for number two, Mr. No days off. Who are we putting in here? I'm putting in Travis Kelsey. He put up wide receiver numbers this year. Mahomes is going to look to him, that big body tight end in the red zone. Travis Kelsey, who do you got, Amato? Yeah, I'm going to go with Tariq Hill. If we were getting points for receptions last week, we would have had a great weekend. He caught a bunch of catches. He had a bunch of yards, but wasn't able to get in the end zone. I think they find a way to get him in, whether it's on the ground or in the air. And they're going to need to stretch the field to win this game. So they're going to give him a couple chances over the top. So I think Tariq Hill is number three for me getting in the end zone. All right, we got Diggs, Hill, and Kelsey. What's the fourth one? We like the over in this 54, which would mean that is 27 per team. 27 per team. I mean, there's definitely another person getting in the end zone. It's just tough to say who it is in this game. I mean, you've got the tight end from Buffalo Knox, who's gotten in a couple times. There's a real chance that Josh Allen finds his way in the end zone. Clyde Edwards Hilaire could get in too, right? He's playing, he's back. I hope he's back. What's the latest on Hilaire, Matt? Do we have an update on Hilaire? Yeah, he practiced on Wednesday for the first time. Is Andy yeah. Reid not the most beloved coach in the NFL? Oh, oh yeah. 
Is there another coach who's played in more conference championships? Oh, yeah, that's a great stat. How many do you go with the Eagles? He is the only coach to host three straight conference games on two different teams. And also only coach to host three straight conference games. Wow. That's impressive. He's got one Super Bowl out of all of that, right? Yeah, there was a couple bad years with the Eagles there. I'm not going to sit on the last big weekend of the NFL on a Sunday night and root for the under. So to me, that's out. Uh, we can go over or we can throw in another touchdown score. Um, since over. Also- I'm liking the over. You know, Mahomes versus Allen, they're, they're going to put up points. Anybody? 54. Maddie stats? It's a lot of points. I'll take the over. Life's too short for the under. That's right. Thanks, Big Cat. Got a cool thing. Credit him with that. Yep. So we're going to go over here. Just quick reference on Bill's games. I feel like they've been a very high-scoring team this year. I did not plan this, by the way. But I did pull up the the regular season and just happened to find week 17 where the Bills put up 56 on the Dolphins. So they single-handedly covered the over themselves in that game. 38 on the Patriots, 48 on the Broncos, 36 on the Steelers, 34 on the Niners. Yeah, I like the over in this game uh, because I think the Chiefs can match that firepower. And I hope nobody plays defense. I really do. I'd love to see this uh, 100 points in this game. That would be a great way to end the weekend. Agreed. All right, so we have Diggs, Hill, Kelsey, and the over. Follow us on that one. What do we got next? Dad life? Dad life. Yeah, so we'll get both of those parlays on the page Sunday morning. And as you know us, we like to throw in a couple other combinations. So we'll share those with you. We appreciate you guys liking and bringing new people to the page. So we'll find a way to get some engagement, but we want to share, you know, as much as we can this weekend, because we're feeling really good about these two games. We've been able to really hone in and get some stats to support where we're putting our money. So that wraps up our touchdown scores for this weekend and brings us right into dad life. It's crazy, boys. I can't believe that the football season is over. Teddy, you talked about this a little bit last week, but when we started this podcast in week 10, to see how much my son Carter has grown and developed over these last nine weeks is really incredible. He was going from someone who could just sit down in one spot and watch a game with me to somebody who can't sit still for more than two seconds and is talking the entire time. Really great to see. But how are you guys doing, boys? How's dad life over there? It's just, it's mayhem. No no more feet up on the recliner relaxing watching football with my son it's a whole like defensive game while on the floor while watching the the football games at tv screens yeah it's pretty impressive but just great to see how quick they're growing and learning and and watching and uh it'll be even more to see as we go into this off season and what it's going to be like balancing babies and bets for next football season i can't even think about what that's going to be but as always, we've got a dad question of the week coming out of Maddie Stats' household. This is where he brings us a question. No prep at all. How would you answer it? Maddie Stats, what do we got this week? All right. So uh, we've been going hard in the Daniel Tiger shows at home these days. 
So there was a good episode on planets last week and a question came out and, you know, I was actually embarrassed. I did not know the answer to this, but what is bigger, the moon or Mars? First, I, I, I don't know Daniel Tiger. Should I know him? Yes. Yeah, no, he's basically yes. a third parent. Daniel Tiger is great. It's a cartoon version of Mr. Rogers, uh, oh, okay. Tiger and the Neighborhood. And it is very educational and hopefully a future sponsor of our podcast. <laughs> where, where do I find Mr. Tiger? PBS, YouTube, or uh, what's the thing that I just subscribed to? Uh, Noogle? Noodle? Is that right? Look that I don't know what that is. Sounds like I should get it. Moon or Mars is the question. And the answer, hmm, I want to say that the planet is bigger than the moon. I'm just thinking out loud here. But the fact that you asked this question made me second guess initially. And maybe our moon is bigger than Mars. I feel like I should know the answer, like you, Matt. Uh, Motto, you have any thoughts before we get into our final answer? I feel like you should definitely know the answer. Being a teacher and someone who holds multiple master's degrees, I think this is something you would have covered. But for me, I don't know. Here's how I think about this. I can't see Mars. I can see the moon. I know a lot of people can see the moon. And I'm going to base that purely on the size of the moon. So I would say that the moon is bigger than Mars. All right, I'll fade him. I'll go Mars. Fuck it. <laughs> what do you got, Matt? <laughs> So Mars is actually 2x the size of the moon. Boom! There we go. Yeah. First dub in a couple weeks. Love it. But is it like the smallest planet in the solar system or like one of oh, the smallest Pluto. planets? No, Pluto's the farthest. Actually, Pluto's not even a planet. How dare you? Don't you fucking say that. They Pluto took its planet card away. Well, I no gave it back. card-bearing member of the solar system. When we were all in school... Pluto was the smallest and the farthest away, and it's still a planet in my book. All right. Well, you learn something new every day. I'm going to use that tomorrow at some point. I'm going to find a way to bring that into my conversation. You might not want to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say that Mars is twice the size of the moon. Yeah, I'm going to state the facts. I'm not going to pose it like I didn't say know. that he didn't know. No, I'm going to ask people if they know. I'm going to put them on the spot. There you Isn't go. Is that what you guys do after this? Every time I hear a dad question, I, I typically ask multiple people the following week what how they would answer it. And it's always great to see them have just, especially in person, like yeah, on the spot, when you're looking in someone's eyes and you're like, I have no idea how I'm going to answer this right now. All right, let's, let's try a new segment. What do we think? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, let's try Is It Weird, okay? And so... I'll go first. Is it weird that <laughs> is it weird that I'm sitting down to pee more often because I just want a break from my kid? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna jump in here and say no. I don't think it's weird, mainly because I have developed the same strategy. There we go. Um. And there not, we go. But, but not to sit down and, and actually pee. Mine's a little bit different, but I do find myself going into the bathroom and sitting on the toilet. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm a 
sitting to pee as more of the break. But obviously, if I'm sitting on the toilet, you know, pee's going to come out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but there's something of just walking in the bathroom where like, even if you don't have to pee, but you go in the bathroom, like, do you all of a sudden have to pee once you're standing in a bathroom? Or is that just me? No, no, your body knows. Your body knows. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I go in the, the bathroom brain tells your body. or something or like grab something in the bathroom and it's like, oh shit, I got to go back. I got to pee now. What just happened? Also, when you go to the bathroom, it's kind of like, all right, at least your wife can't bother you. And then like, I mean, your kid does, but like, you can also be like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Get out of here. And then it's like, you know, five minutes to do whatever you want. You know, scroll through Twitter, Instagram, or just read an article, answer some text messages. I don't know. Just sit there and like stare at the ceiling, whatever the fuck you want to do. But it's a little you time in in the day. Matt, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I'm a card-carrying member of this club. Oh, okay. (laughs) We're going to say it's not weird. Yeah, no, this is definitely not weird. And now that you're asking the question... I'm realizing I do this way more than I like to admit. Yeah. So when we talk about giving you dad tips to balance babies and bets on a big weekend, here's dad tip number one. Find some time, find some alone time in the bathroom. Get some research in, get some bets in, get some betting with babies podcast in. Make some trips to the bathroom this weekend, boys. There's a lot of value in it. Yeah. According to my wife, I'm shitting like three times a uh, a day. Yeah. Always got a little belly ache. Always got to go out. (laughs) Yeah, you just got to yep. develop like a little fake condition and play it up a bit. Yep. But I don't know about you, but Carter doesn't give me a second, though. When I go in the bathroom, he's pissed. He's banging on the door. If I don't lock the door, he's trying to barge in. So I'm losing a little bit of that piece, but it's still a it's still an effective way to get a little bit of uh, alone time. Well, oh, well, Lucas, you know, maybe Lucas just barges in and he's in there with me. I'm still sitting on the toilet. Like he's play, throwing shit in the bathtub or... God knows what else he's doing, going through the cabinet. But I'm there, like, relaxing. Like, listen, I, I need five minutes, so you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I think Carter, I got to get him on. I don't know anybody who can unroll an entire roll of toilet paper faster Holy than Carter. shit. You know, Luca did that uh, Sunday. The whole thing on the floor. And then I come in the bathroom, and he smirks at me and laughs. <laughs> it's like anything you clean up, they can wreck it way faster than you can clean it up. Like oh, there's just and not even a chance. And re-rolling a, a roll of toilet paper, nearly impossible. I mean, it was all over the place. Yep, yep. Terrible. But great I haven't question. had a toilet paper roll on the wall in four years. Five years. Oh, yeah, you put that up high? Oh, yeah, it's on the windowsill. It's just not Wow. Working. Interesting strategy. I might have to go to that. Dad yeah. tip number two. Toilet paper above reach. Guys, I'm so glad that this wasn't weird because I was pretty, I don't know if you could tell before I said it, I, I gave a little chuckle because I'm like, well, this is probably going to be weird, but I'm so glad you guys do it. It's more common than I thought. Yep. I think we're going to do this one as not weird. Love it. Yeah. Well, listen, boys, this was fun. This was another great week and we are kind of dwindling down on our final weeks of the NFL And so uh, we're going to figure out a game plan, what we're going to do in the upcoming weeks. It's a little bit difficult to do NBA if we're only recording weekly. So as dads, we've got a couple things to figure out, but we will update you. Uh, We're not going anywhere. We'll definitely be around for the Super Bowl. That's for sure. And so for all of you guys who tuned in, 
this was great. We said a lot of things on this episode, whether you follow or fade. We hope you win some cash. Thanks for tuning in. I'm just really in the frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'm the fucking weirdo.